welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. This week, I want to talk about energy, particularly your energy and how you can protect it. How do we live as loving, empathetic humans in this world and not be taken down? How do we show up authentically as ourselves and not be crushed by the hatred that can come at us? If someone is um, living, like truly, or not living in their authentic truth, then our light can seem too bright. It's actually easier for them to throw hatred at us than it is to face the darkness within. And we've probably all experienced this, whether it's on social media or just within our lives with friends, family, strangers. Someone's going to come at us, right? And we're like, what? And if you happen to be an empath like me, then it's, um, and, and especially if you're not aware of that, then it can be even harder, right? So what is an empath? An empath is someone who uh, is very emotionally intelligent, I guess I would say, like very attuned to emotions. You can sense when someone's um, emotions or energy shifts. Uh, and sometimes you can't put words to it. It's just like this feeling that you have. You're very attuned to the energy of everyone in the room and can be very affected by it if you're, if you're not aware. Um, a lot of times people who are empath um, have what we call clairsentience. And that is when you can feel a person's or a spirit's emotions, um, or you can feel another person's pain. So for example, if someone is crying, you might not even know what they're crying about and you start crying, right? Like it's like you take on their emotions into you. So I have always been an empath, but I've always not been aware of what an empath was. And so I would describe like my younger self was like a small boat in a very large ocean. And I might be really happy, right? And in a great mood. And then someone comes into the room and their energy is just, maybe they're really upset, they're angry, they're in a bad mood, right? And it would be like this huge wave washed over me. And just changed my emotions. Suddenly I take on their emotions. And I used to get so frustrated about that. I'm like, God, why why are you coming in here making me in a bad mood, right? <laughs> like putting the blame on the other person, right? Because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening. So maybe this is you. Maybe you've realized it. Maybe you haven't, right? Think about how affected are you by other people's energies. And I want to talk about things, strategies that I learned that I use to help me become what we call an empowered empath. Because as an empowered empath, we actually can have a really positive, strong effect on this world. We can help, we can heal, but we have to be aware and in control of our own energy. So one thing you can do is when you're in the presence of someone with strong energy and it feels like they're going, you're gonna take it on, you can imagine, visualize having a bubble around you. It's your energy bubble, right? And this energy bubble is gonna push up against whoever else's energy, right? I definitely use this when I'm in the presence of like a friend or a partner who I, I really love them, right? So I wanna be there for them 
but I also know that me, if I take on that energy and I get in a bad mood, then that's not going to help either of us, right? I'm going to be reactive and and it won't be good. So I imagine that bubble and the bubble pushes against their energy so that I'm not taking it in, but I can be in their presence. Um, also just simply being aware and saying to yourself, this is not my energy and giving it back. Like just mentally having that thought and mentally visualizing yourself, giving that energy back, super helpful. Um, but also meditation. I discovered meditation accidentally. You can go back and listen to my episode on meditation. I tell the whole story. Um, but it because I discovered it accidentally, I started to realize that I no longer felt like that tiny boat in a big ocean, totally affected by everyone else. I realized that this doing meditation daily gave me the power to be in charge of my own energy. And what's really helpful for empaths is to have a energy cleansing process. So some people will use um, a lot of ceremony, right? Some scents, um, maybe some oils. They'll have a whole ritual around this. Um, you can make it as elaborate or not as you want. Um, but really the, the key is to have some process where you are ridding yourself of other people's energy that you've taken on, either consciously or unconsciously. So like what I like to do is a chakra healing, um, chakra clearing, excuse me, meditation where I go through each of the chakras and imagine like a bright light um, going through that chakra and, and then saying, okay, I'm releasing any energy that's not my own. And then at the end, I kind of like imagine this huge golden net sweeping all around me and pulling back any energy that I've given to other people and, and filling those empty spots in my body so that I'm golden and shining and whole. It's lovely. I think, I think I did an episode, um, guiding you through that in a previous episode. So check out for one of those bonus meditations if you want to try that. Um, but also if you have a particular person, um, in your life that you realize, uh, you've gotten energetically connected and intertwined with, it's great to do a cord cutting meditation. And I know for sure I have a bonus cord cutting meditation in previous episodes. Um, but doing this as an empath, just periodically really helpful. And you can just go through and do person after person and, and visualize cutting that cord and giving them their energy back. And this is good to do with people you're struggling with, but also people that you love. So I will also, um, cut, cut cords with like my children, for example, because as parents, we can get unhealthily attached, right? So having these moments where we accept, because we want them to grow into their, you know, independent self, be who they are meant to be and not necessarily who we envision them to be, which can be hard as a parent, but it's something we need to do. So doing cord cutting meditations, but also taking care of your health. You have to have those daily rituals, getting enough sleep, fueling your body with whole nutritious foods, balancing your macronutrients, moving your body so you're completing that stress cycle, right? And we're talking doing strength training, doing some HIIT, um, really getting the blood flowing. That is a huge part of me maintaining my ability to, to regulate myself. Hi, friends. I want to take a break from this episode to talk about you. Are you taking care of you? This life is crazy busy. There is 
always something. It feels chaotic. There's always something happening. And we're still like getting back to normalness after the pandemic. Stress levels are higher than ever. You can look at the studies. It is more important than ever to take the time to take care of you. And we all know we do not have a lot of time. So you want to make it as easy as possible. I have a wellness community that you can jump in and I will set you up with tools that make it easy to have a daily exercise routine, to fuel your body with good food without having to take time to research like what you should be doing. Like You don't have to think about all that because professionals have made it. And then you have the accountability and the community of the group that I have formed. So if you know that this is you, you need to take care of you, then you should talk to me about joining my wellness community. And we'll look at the tools that are going to help you feel your best self. And the more that we do these things, these daily health routines, these chakra cleansing, these cord cuttings, this, you know, and protecting our energy, the more that we are becoming our authentic selves, our true selves. And this takes checking in with yourself constantly. Um, I know uh, one of the signs that I was not in my authentic self is this constant indecision, right? Even, just like even the little things, like not, not even talking about the big decisions, but I couldn't even make little decisions. Like, what do you want to eat today? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? My answer would always be, what do you want to? Like turn the question to the person who asked me. So one of the first steps that I took to get back connected to who I was and knowing who I was, was not allowing that indecision. I made myself give an answer no matter what. Now, and this is going to, this is going to be where if you are like me, then you are probably a people pleaser, right? So very early on, I developed a strategy of people pleasing because as an empath, an unaware empath, taking on other people's emotions, it was very uncomfortable for me to have loved ones be in those more dark emotions, right? Because then I would take it on and I'd be very uncomfortable. And so a way that I dealt with that was to please people. Like if I'm taking care of you, if I'm doing this, if I'm helping you, if I'm doing you know, everything for you, then you're always going to be happy. And then I'm going to be happy because I'm not going to have your dark emotions to take on. It's really interesting thinking back on my, like about my little self, um, knowing all that I know now and realizing, wow, yeah. And I'll catch myself still. Um, I'll, and, and it's take it. Sometimes I don't notice in the moment, but I'm getting much better. The more you practice, the more you will where I'm about to offer something that I don't actually want to do and realizing that actually I was just going to offer because I thought that they would make the other person happy. So then I don't have to deal with a not happy emotion. Right. And it's like, whoa, 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 back up. Okay. <laughs> so this takes practice, but, um, practice with the little things. Don't allow yourself to not give an answer. I don't know. It's not allowed anymore. Set some boundaries for yourself. And, that way you can you can slowly get back to you and knowing who you are, what you want, all of that. It's going to take um, – one of the things you could do is check out my episode, date, Dating Yourself, because it's got some great strategies for getting back connected to you and who you are because it's so easy in this world, in this society to, to get broken away from that. A lot of us – I know I was living most of my life disassociated from myself. And when we're disassociated, that's when we can't answer those questions. What do you want? Because we don't know. 
we've separated. And maybe it's from trauma, big trauma, little trauma. Um, there, there's a lot of things in our childhood that we don't necessarily realize are trauma. And um, giving ourselves that credit and being like, yep, that was, that was hard. This was a strategy I developed, but it's no longer serving me and letting yourself, capital S, take over and do it a different way. And it's going to take talking to those parts of you using IFS therapy, right? Like figuring out, like, what is that part that jumps in and does the caretaking, the people pleasing? When, you, when she starts to do that, say to her, I see you. I see you and I'm grateful for you. I love that you are trying to protect me and take care of me, but, but I'm okay. You can, you can back down. You can settle back. You can relax. I'm going to do this a different way. We're okay. We're okay. Talk like that. A lot of what we are talking about here is self-regulation. Our ability to um, regulate ourselves no matter what's going on around us. And what's amazing is that when we increase our ability to self-regulate, then we have power because as humans, we co-regulate. So if we have someone who is dysregulated by us, by our ability to stay regulated, we can help them come back to regulation. And this can be with adults that you're working with, living with partners, but also with your kids, right? It's if we cannot allow ourselves to be triggered and to like stay regulated, then we can, we can help calm them with our own regulation. Um, really, really powerful and, and not easy. And that doesn't, you know, like you're not always going to get it right, but just having that awareness of your ability to do that and practicing it will make a difference. A lot of regulation, self-regulation comes with breath work. You can drop into your breath in any moment, but also self-talk. I like to use Gabby Bernstein's choose again method, right? Notice the thought. Notice the thought that's reoccurring. Notice the trigger and just say, oh, there you are. There you are again. Okay, I'm going to choose again. I'm going to have a different thought and forgive yourself and move on. Like you, we don't have to stick with the decisions that we've made. Because there are, there's going to be some people who really set us off. They trigger us, right? Um, so that's going to take some extra work, not just the regulation in the moment, but work outside of the time that you're with them. And that is where I recommend a loving kindness meditation. And this is for people who are particular, a struggle for you. Um, maybe an ex, right? And someone maybe that you still have to, to, operate with. Um, maybe you share pets or share kids or, you know, for some reason, or maybe you still work together, right? For some reason or another, you still have to be in this person's presence. Loving kindness meditation will guide you through some easier ones, right? With someone you love, then with someone that you um, are neutral with, and then you can move into this person that's difficult. And basically you're just sending them loving kindness. And, and for a while, and if it's really hard for you, cause you picture the person in your mind's eye, if it's really hard to picture that person and send love, then maybe picture them as a child, picture their child self and see a hurting child who just needs love and try from there. But I tell you from experience, when you do this, it shifts the energy between you. Magic can happen, seriously. So, and you, I have to keep coming back to it, right? And keep doing it. 
another thing that I suggest, and I've suggested this in many previous episodes because it was life-changing for me, going through Gabby Bernstein's book, Judgment Detox. It's not like other books. There are assignments. There, you go through and you you do activities. And so this book was one I read along with other books because I couldn't always bring myself to do what was in it. I had to be in the right headspace. So definitely recommend having the actual book. Um, I think she might even sell a, a, a workbook to go with it and doing the exercises. But when I went through that, like I received freedom. I freed myself um, from these attachments, from this idea that, that we have separateness because it's this separateness that causes us pain. And it, if you haven't done the work, maybe this sounds woo woo, maybe it sounds crazy, but, and it did to me at first, I was very resistant, but going through the work, doing the practice, see, trying it in my real life and seeing the results, I realized that actually we really are just one. We are one. And so with people that I find feeling a lot of hatred for, I do these, um, these strategies, these activities and, and see this person is me. They want the same things as me. They, they, um, and and if I want the same things as as them, I can change my vibration. I can change our vibration together, our relationship. Um, so yes, very highly recommend judgment detox by Gabby Bernstein and working on seeing that we are all one. And if you are like me, I've said that a lot this episode, you might find that you have an attachment to other people's opinion of you. One of the most triggering things for me is when I feel misunderstood. When I feel like someone didn't understand my intention. They think that I hurt them and and I was totally not meant on my part, right? That is super triggering for me. And it can be really hard, especially in in relationships when I'm, when I'm dating someone. (laughs) And so I have had to do a lot of work of freeing myself from that attachment. I also have it with bosses, with parents, right? I like, I had this need to like be seen as the best, be seen as like in the best light. I'm like doing the best. And it's, it's not always going to be that way. And we are going to do things unintentionally, but it was the, my attachment to this idea that really kept me in the cycle of like, mm, you know, getting, getting offended or getting upset, um, and not be in, and being really, really, really bothered by not being understood. But we have to remember is that we are mirrors for each other. So when someone is saying something to you, it is actually not about you. It's, it's them. It's whatever their issue is, what's going on with them. We are showing them a part of themselves that needs to be healed. So when you can separate yourself from that, when you can put some distance there, then you can come at it with more. So when we are healing and growing, we can sometimes have close family or friends that try to pull us back to who we were because it feels scary to their ego selves what we're doing. They maybe are seeing it as like, wow, I, I couldn't do that. It's it's probably unconscious actually. They're not like actually thinking that. Maybe they are, but often it's unconscious. But it's their ego self that is, that is taking the lead. We have to remember again, we are mirrors, so we can lovingly respond to them, 
and still keep going on our path and not let that derail us and to realize like I'm going to stick to my authentic self. I'm going to know what's best for me and I'm going to move forward with that. And anything that someone says to me, right, I can separate from that, not take it personally, get curious, right? If let's say there is something that made you angry, um, looking at it and being like, oh, get curious. Like why, why does that make me angry? This mirror works both ways, right? So when we are angry at someone else, that is a time to look inward and figure out what part of me needs to be healed right now. What part of me is being triggered and, and coming to the forefront and trying to take the wheel. Things for me changed, hugely changed, when I decided that I was no longer going to allow others to dictate how I felt. I'm going to say that again. I was no longer going to allow others to dictate how I felt. So if you ever catch yourself saying, oh, she makes me so angry. Oh, she makes me so frustrated. Mm -mm. This is you. It's your, it's you. It's your choice. Take back your power. Take back your power. You have the choice about how you feel. So which part of you is triggered and what does she need? Dig deep, feel it, feel it, right? Like if you are getting, if you're having an emotional response to someone else, it's a time to go inward. Take a break from them, separate, go on a walk, journal, whatever it is you need to do to get back connected with you and to have yourself, the capital S, take back the steering wheel and figure out what was going on. The more that I've practiced this, the more that I've gotten in touch with my authentic self, the less I get triggered by other people. The less what they do causes an emotional response in me. Instead, I am choosing how I want to feel. And I'm doing the things I need to do in order to feel that way. I want to feel good because it feels good to feel good. And that doesn't mean that I ignore all my negative emotions, that I don't allow them. It just means that I'm in control, right? So if I'm feeling sadness, I'm going to allow myself to feel that sadness. And I'm going to ask myself, what do you need right now? And I'm going to give myself that, that thing. This is part of, like, we are our own longest relationship. The one person who's going to be with you your entire life is you. So take care of her or him. Take care of them. Ask them. Check in with them. We all have parts of us. And sometimes we need to ask those parts to step down. Because we're going to do things a different way. We're going to change the pattern. We're going to evolve, to transform. And that is where the magic happens. All right, friends. That is what I have for you today. That is how we live as loving, empathetic humans in this world and not be taken down. It's how we show up authentically as ourselves and not be crushed by the hatred that can come at us connecting with you, taking care of you, building you, and, and protecting your energy. I wish that for you this week. If you found anything useful, please pass this episode on to someone else you think might connect with it. Take a screenshot, share it to your social media, and tag me. I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I'm at Lisbeth underscore Koning. Reach out, let me know what, what can I, you connected with and also what you might want to hear more about. I hope you have a fabulous, energetic week.